0: Thomas Jefferson was born April 13, 1743, at Shadwell, Virginia, to Peter and Jane Jefferson. He had nine brothers and sisters. He enjoyed reading, exploring nature, and playing the violin. He attended the College of William and Mary in Virginia, where he met his mentor, a law professor by the name of George White, becoming interested in law and later deciding to become a lawyer. Jefferson inherited from his father, a planter and surveyor, some 5,000 acres of land. Along with the land from his father, he acquired even more slaves from his father-in-law, John Wales. He also bought and sold enslaved people. In a typical year, he owned about 200, almost half of them under the age of 16. Over the course of his life, he owned over 600 enslaved people. Many of the enslaved house servants were members of the Hemings family. Elizabeth Hemings was the daughter of an English sea captain and an enslaved African woman. Her daughter, Sally Hemings, became one of the most well-known and enslaved women in American history due to Jefferson's paternity of her children. His future wife, Martha Wales Skelton, a widow whom he married in January 1772 and Sally Hemings were half-sisters, sharing the same father, John Wales. The Jefferson family lived in a mountaintop home, Monticello, whose name in Italian means Little Mountain, which he designed, as well as buildings for the University of Virginia. For Jefferson, the vegetable garden was a kind of laboratory where he could experiment with imported squashes and broccoli from Italy, beans and salsify collected by the Lewis and Clark expedition, figs from France, and peppers from Mexico. He planted different flowering shades of scarlet runner bean, arranged adjacent rows of purple, white, and green sprouting broccoli, white and purple eggplant, and he bordered his tomato square with sesame or okra, a rather unusual juxtaposition of plant textures. Cherry trees were also planted along the long grass walk of the garden to provide shade. He would note the planting of lettuce and radishes every two weeks through the growing season, grow greens such as auric, corn salad, endive and nasturtiums, and plant sesame in order to manufacture a salad oil. While the English pea is considered his favorite vegetable, it's said that he also cherished figs, asparagus, French artichokes, and vegetables as tomatoes, eggplant, broccoli, and cauliflower. The daily activities of sowing seeds, manuring asparagus, and harvesting peas between 1809 and 1826 are recorded in his garden calendar, a part of his famous garden book. Thomas Jefferson spent more than fifty years of recording the weather no matter his location, a habit that he encouraged in others, or in his efforts to introduce useful plants into cultivation, which he considered the greatest service which can be rendered to any country. For Jefferson, almost any activity could be transformed into an act of citizenship. Jefferson entered politics in 1769, serving as a member of colonial Virginia's House of Burgesses, a Virginia delegate to the Continental Congress, governor of Virginia in the American Revolution, U.S. minister to France, the new nation's first secretary of state and vice president under John Adams before being elected the third president in 1801. In the Virginia House of Burgesses and the Continental Congress, He contributed his pen rather than his voice. It's said that he was no public speaker. By the 1770s, the American colonies, including Jefferson's Virginia, began to feel they were being unjustly treated by their British rulers. Thomas Jefferson became a leader in the fight for independence and represented Virginia at the Continental Congress. He served as the second vice president of the United States after losing as the presidential candidate to John Adams by three electoral votes. The third President of the United States, he was sworn in as President by Chief Justice John Marshall at the new Capitol in Washington, D.C., on March 4, 1801. Serving two terms, one of the first things he did was try to reduce the federal budget, moving power back into the hands of the states. He also lowered taxes, which made him popular to many people. He reduced the national debt by a third. During his second term, he mostly worked to keep the United States out of the Napoleonic Wars in Europe. During the last 17 years of his life, Thomas Jefferson sold his collection of books, almost 6,500 volumes, to the government, helping to form the Library of Congress while helping him get out of debt. He died on July 4, 1826, at Monticello, just a few hours before his friend, John Adams, on the 50th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence, of which he's considered the primary author. The Declaration of Independence proclaims that all men are equal in rights, regardless of birth wealth, or status, that those rights are inherent in each human, a gift of the Creator, not a gift of government, and that government is the servant and not the master of the people. Thomas Jefferson wrote his own epitaph for his tombstone. On it he listed what he considered his major accomplishments. He did not include becoming President of the United States.